You're listening to RIB Connect Radio. It's the movie review with blind movie critic Jay Forey joining us from BlindSideReviews.com from all the way over there in the US of A. Hello. Hi, Simon. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Jay. Thank you very much. It's, uh, I hope your, um, you know, your, your springtime is here. You're, you're, you're getting, okay, we've been warm for a while now, but you should be feeling chipper and, uh, you know, out biking and, Doing all kinds of stuff. You're you're all ready to go now, aren't you? For the for the springtime and the summer. Just about in November, well October, November, I get what we call an all-in-one. You know, you know about this thermal underwear suit, and I get myself stitched into that in October, and I'm I'm due to get that removed soon. <laughs> I am glad I'm not around when it happens. I oh. can tell you that. <laughs> no, you're not kidding. <laughs> it's also what you're saying. And it's time for your semi-yearly bath, then, is what you're saying, I guess. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, you, you got to wait. Okay, okay. Yeah, I am glad I'm not around. <laughs> Don't want to overdo it. Right, we've got uh, two movies to review, and we're going to kick off with Captain America Civil War. It's a 12A certificate and uh, opened on the 29th of April. It's an action sci-fi thriller in 3D. Directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo, and uh, it stars Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Jeremy Renner, Sebastian Stan, Daniel Brühl, and 140 million other people. Now, following the events of the Age of Ultron, the collective governments of the world pass an act designed to regulate all superhuman activity. This polarises opinion amongst the Avengers, and Captain America is forced into conflict against former allies. Oh my gosh. The whole world was wrong about you. They're coming for you. I'm not the one that needs to watch their back. This doesn't have to end in a fight, Tony. You just started a war. Stay down. Final warning. I could do this all day. All right, I've run out of patience. On to Ruth! Hey, everyone. No, there's far too much angst in this movie. <laughs> Simon, you know, so many times you say stuff that I'm thinking, you know, you know, during the, during the uh, intro like this, and you hit the nail on the head and you said 100... 65 million, unless I had that number wrong there, uh, characters. You're right. There are 13 superheroes in this film. And I'm not even going to begin to uh, tell you who they all are, are, but there's some new ones that are really interesting, uh, which I really thought Black Panther is a new superhero. And then there's a new Spider-Man coming out. He's a young guy. He's like 16 years old, and he is absolutely He's one of the best parts of the film. He uh, he talks fast. He's uh, you know he's real so excited to be a superhero. And Iron Man brings him in to be on his team. And you're correct. This film is about basically the government is trying to put I guess put a leash on I guess you want to say the Avengers 
because the movie begins with Captain America and another villain named Crossbones in a fight, in a street fight, and some, some people are killed, and the government says, we're going to stop this from happening. And so, uh, of course, Iron Man agrees with the government, and, and Captain America does not. They break up into two teams, and they fight each other. And really, that's what it's all about. So you really have a hard time, you know, which team, you know, who do I like the best? You know, what, who do I agree with? It has some emotional, some emotional parts. It's actually some great dialogue. It has some funny one-liners. I tell you what, and you hit the nail on the head with so many characters, it's so confusing. My friend Alan, who was with me, now he can see, at least I think he can, and he was even confused about some of the characters, and that's what some of the problem lies in a film like this, when you have so many characters to keep up with. Yeah, and uh, again, I, I, I like Robert Downey Jr., as you know, uh, as an actor, but uh, again, I suppose maybe I'm just getting too old now for all this this superhero stuff. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm still, you know, I am still surprised with all the superheroes. You, you don't have a super, you know, a superhero costume that you wear all the time. I didn't so say. I, I, I didn't know. say I didn't. <laughs> well, you, well, do you, I don't know if you have a, Maybe, you, maybe you're into Star Wars or Star Trek, and you go to that stuff. I don't know. Behave man. yourself. Well, I don't understand. Now, I don't want to offend anybody, but I don't understand grown men dressing up as Klingons. I mean, what? <laughs> and their own language. Well, yeah, well, yeah, could you give me a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, little Klingon here, Simon? <laughs> That's it. Either that or you have indigestion. Well, it's, it's hard to tell, isn't it? <laughs> well, in in Captain America, there's no no special uh, no special language you have to speak. You just have to be able to fight, jump around. Ant-Man rides Hawkeye's arrow at one point and into the air. So uh, Captain America holds a helicopter on the ground. So it has a lot of fun stuff. But once again, like you said at the beginning, and I'm saying too, it does get a little confusing with so many superheroes out there. And especially if you're blind like I am, it really is tough. But um, I go into the film, so to speak, uh, uh, you know, well, I say so to speak. I don't want to go in blind, so to speak. So I do a little research, and so I know kind of what's going to happen, what's happening, which helps me a lot. And uh, Simon, if if you like this kind of stuff, go see it. You can't miss it because they all tend to blend together. And there's going to be more Marvel comics coming up. This is the thirteenth Marvel comic superhero film. Hard to believe, thirteen. And there's going to be more with New Avengers, and that's where it goes. So yep, he... Don't don't, uh, don't think it's going to be the last one, Simon. So, mean, there's going to be a lot more, and so you can get your uh, get your uh, costume on there. So. Yeah, okay. But what are you going to give it as a rating then? <laughs> you know, it's still a good film. I don't care what you say <laughs> or what not you say, but anyway, it's still a good film. Um, or what I say, even <laughs> it's, I'm going to give it a B rating. Uh, still, it's emotional, funny, good story. Just a little bit confusing. Well, there you go. <laughs> this, this is an synopsis of the movie for you. <laughs> You're listening to the movie review on RIB Connect Radio with blind movie critic Jay Forey from BlindSideReviews.com and uh, with Simon Paul. You move on to now Green Room. It's a certificate 18. Opens next week, May the 13th. It's directed by Jeremy Sonnier and it stars Imogen Poots, Alia Shawkat. Martin Yelchin, Patrick Stewart, 
That's my name. And Joe Cole and Mark Weber. Uh, a band straying into a secluded part of the Pacific Northwest stumbles onto a horrific act of violence. Because they are the only witnesses, they become the targets of a terrifying gang of white power skinheads who want to make sure all the evidence is eliminated. Stop! In the room. Go! Cops are on the way. We haven't done anything. Doesn't matter. We sit and we wait. And we die. Not if you sit and you wait. Where are the police? They've come and gone. Got a little complicated. Gentlemen, it won't end well. Well, I, I, I don't think I'm overstating it to say this looks quite dark. <laughs> you know what? I thought about you when I was uh, when I was watching this movie and beforehand. This you this is about you know it's a a, a band that goes. Uh, well, well, they have this broken down. Well, I don't know if you have a broken down van or not, but they have this broken down van and they go around and they, they do. Uh, different gigs here and there, and uh, they actually get one, once again, like like you mentioned, in a skinhead, yeah, I guess you want to call it, theater, compound, whatever like that, and while they're there, someone is killed, uh, a girl is killed, and they witness it. Now the skinheads, they don't want to, uh, you know, they don't want to get caught, so they devise a way, and Patrick Stewart is head of the skinheads, uh, well, you know what we'll do? We will, and I'm not telling anything here because it is a suspense thriller. We're gonna um, kill these guys and then make believe they did it, and that's what it's about. Now, here's the neat thing: Patrick Stewart's head of the Skinheads, Anton Yeltsin. A lot of people don't know it was in Star Trek. Patrick Stewart was in Star Trek. Anton Yeltsin was Chekhov. In Star Trek, the new Star Trek. So we got two Star Trek people, and, and we were just talking about dressing up as Star Trek people. Nobody does that in this film. <laughs> it's really scary. There's some blood, but you know, the, the guy who listened to me said it's some blood, but it's not just a second or two. It's not overly bloody, and you would know, say it's a horror film. It's more of a suspense thriller. And there, of course, they're running away. It starts out with a lot of characters, but that's okay, Simon. In a horror film, you need a lot of characters to get. They start getting killed off, so you have to have enough to, for the end of the film. There, you know, do you know if you and I were in Star Trek or in a horror movie, we'd be the one of the ones that gets sent on a mission and gets killed that nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah, we we get sent down and and uh, um and the machine that uh, would scramble us, you know, uh, and we'd end up with a flyer. Oh, that was a movie, The Flyback, uh, <laughs> seventy years ago. <laughs> No, no, I don't want to let that happen. No, this is a if this is absolutely so well done, though, Simon. I'm not into horror films. I mean, the acting is great. The story is suspenseful. It's only an hour and a half long, which is good because you know, with a film like this, when you have a film where people are being chopped up or whatever else is happening, I won't ruin anything. Uh, you, you don't want it to last yeah you know, for two and a half hours like uh, Captain America did. This is an hour and a half. So, so well done. The Broadcast Films Critics Association, which I'm a member of, gave its seal of approval. And mm. almost never happens with you know, this kind of a, I will call it suspense thriller horror film. 
It's just so well done. Uh, it's intense. You'll be sitting on the edge of your seats, gripping your chair, and uh, I don't know what else you'll be doing there, Simon, if you watch this film, Green Room. Oh, you surprised me. I-, I thought you would give it a thumbs down. I'm really surprised. But here's why. I, I'm, You know me. You know I'm not a big horror fan. But when it's so well done like this, mm. and Patrick Stewart is is just a great actor, and I'll be honest, with you, this does not. This actually seems somewhat realistic. I mean, I mean, really, it could be real, mm. you know. And you know, we see people with normally in Orville with chainsaws chasing people, and this is not necessarily like that. This could actually happen, and that's what makes it so more ter- even more terrifying. This is just a very just so well done, and that's that's what happened. So, uh, so Green Room, uh, you know, is a is a good uh, green film to watch. I'm giving it the green light here, Simon. Hey. I'm going to give it a B plus. So, uh, one of those, uh, if maybe if I would have been a horror fan, I might even jumped into the A rating, but uh, B plus rating for Green Room, Simon. Help me. <laughs> Are you 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 pictured that in your mind? There? Yeah, I'm the fly. <laughs> oh, Simon, you know mm. you mentioned uh, you know this is called Green Room, and a lot of people, including you, are probably wondering why is it called Green Room? Why right? is it called Green Room? <laughs> you know the uh, it, when and you probably have one at uh, a radio station here. Well, of when course. I was, yeah, when I was in Jimmy Kimmel. We had when I did Jimmy Kimmel five years ago uh, on in Hollywood. We had a green room, green room too, and that's where you. Hey, I had my name on my green room well. door there, and that. <laughs> How'd you know? How'd you know? Did they just tell you that? Yeah, they they told me up, and uh, and when they come in, they say, uh, Mr. Forey, uh, would you would you like something to eat here? Uh, so anyway, well, yeah. I, I tell you what, when I saw you coming out in the pictures, it said Brenda on the door. That could be it. I don't know. <laughs> but the green room is uh, where performers, if it's in theater, they wait before they come out. If you're like me, when I was at the, uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, I had a green room where did the makeup and all that. And at the sure at the radio station there, when somebody's going to come out and talk, uh, they're probably waiting in the green room. I'm sure that's where the green room comes from. Righty-ho. Now, between the two movies, Captain America, Civil War, and Green Room, um, you've touched on this. If you you watch it without audio description, if you've not got great sight, which one works better, easier to follow, would you say? Oh, definitely Green Room. Uh, It, you know, as much as I like superhero films, it's just really confusing if you're visually impaired. Yeah, Green Room, uh, and you possibly in Green Room, you don't see the blood either if you're blind, so... You're lucky there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, if you want to find out where your nearest audio-described movie is, then uh, just log on to yourlocalcinema.com. Now, you can chat to Jay. He always likes to hear from us across here and uh, all around the world. And uh, you've got a website, haven't you? Yep, blindsidereviews.com. And uh, then you go there to my Facebook page. Talking about people dressing up, by the way, What what what's that picture on your Facebook page, the chap with... With a shield. <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, that was me at the screening of Captain America, and I go, "Jay, take a picture with Captain America." <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Um, this was supposed to be Captain America. He had a Captain America shield. You have to look on the, uh, my Facebook page and tell me what he really looks like. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't see Captain America with short sight with glasses. 
Oh, did did he kind of look like uh, my wife? Did he kind of look like a Mario brother with a shield? Well, you know, you know me. I'm not one to pass remarks like that. But it's a bit of a low budget superhero, I think. <laughs> yeah, very. You know, I have to see if I can find a one with me, the real Captain America, to put on um, my Facebook page. I think I have one in archives somewhere. <laughs> It's always a pleasure to chat with you, Jay, and uh, Jay loves to hear from you. So, you know, if you want to chat on the website or uh, on the Facebook page, then drop him a line. Jay, we will catch up with you next week. We'll talk next week, Simon. You're listening to RIB Connect Radio.